Oh, what's up, bastards? Welcome to the Bollywood Boys Podcast. We are your hosts. He is Sean. He is Sagar. And we are the, the Bollywood Boys. I got Boys. a friend who got a friend who got a friend. You're only six degrees of separation from the end. But yeah, I know that when you need a hand, you always call collect. If, if, if you're gonna pull that shit, I said Welcome back, guys. Uh, it has been a little bit of a hiatus for the boys. Long time, long time. Yeah. Uh, we took about a month or so off. Uh, just kind of around the time that, uh, you know, the events after the death of George Floyd unfolded and the Black Lives Matter movement saw another uprising. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, first and foremost, we just want to express that uh, Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And we are 100 percent behind the movement. Um, and kind of, you know, it is a time for everybody to kind of just reflect on an individual level in addition to like on a community level. Yeah. Like I think the number one thing that I've learned in this whole thing is like, this is a ongoing process of like self-evaluation. Like there's many moving parts to it. There's calling out racism as you see it Mm -hmm. um, in others and also yourself, you know, I think that is like the most valuable level is like constantly checking yourself, you know? Yeah. I mean, and it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to feel a lot of guilt along the way. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, get past that and Mm -hmm. like learn. Um, We're all just trying to be better people. And uh, I think this is an opportunity for us to really learn about systemic racism and mm-hmm. and how privileged we are even if you don't think mm-hmm. you are you have it a lot better than a lot of other people mm-hmm. and um yeah like if you know what you're talking about then talk about it if you don't know anything about this than just listen to people that do. And and actively try to learn. I think that's another big thing here is that yeah. like, you know, with the Twitter of it all, um, people just kind of feel the need to have a hot take mm-hmm. because you're rewarded for that. You know, like if you see some take that you haven't seen before on Twitter, like it's going to get a lot of likes, going to get a lot of retweets. Sure. Just yeah. because of the fact that it is a hot take, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, I, that's a valuable thing that we're all learning is like, yeah, if you don't know that much, like don't speak on it. Yeah. You know, sit back and listen and we all need to read and actively support black people and black voices in our communities, um, and call out the anti-blackness in our own communities and our own spaces, you know? Uh, which we all are very acutely aware of is a real problem in the South Asian community. Especially when you're talking to your parents. (laughs) Your parents say something racist, let them know. Right. Respectfully, of course. Sure. Um, But let them know that it's not okay. It's not okay. It never was okay. And it's especially not okay moving forward. Right. We just don't... We need to we need to put an end to that right. to to all this racism like, within our communities. Yeah. I mean, you know, we always kind of come down on white people. It's kind of this recurring joke, like, 
every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, it's just like, all right, white people, when you go back home, confront your relatives, your Trump-supporting relatives about the bullshit that they're doing and their racism and their anti-blackness. And then we go home and listen to our parents do right. the same shit. Right, right, right. So it's like, yeah, um, like, that's true that white people should do that, but we all take part in that actively, you know? Um, yeah, like, I've had messed up mentalities. I'm sure you have. I'm sure everybody yeah, you know has, you know? But I, that, that's what this is about. It's about, like, checking yourself yeah. constantly. Uh, support black businesses, guys. Yeah. White people got enough money. Right. You know, <laughs> they're going to be all right. Stop going to Starbucks and start going to another another place, a black-owned coffee shop. Right. Look for them. Go out of your way to look for a black-owned business. Mm -hmm. If you were going to go get a meal... Go to a black-owned restaurant. Just let's put money in marginalized communities' pockets mm -hmm. because white people are going to be okay. Specs, <laughs> you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the bottom line is, like, we are not experts on this and we don't necessarily have, like, the fully formed vocabulary for it. But... Uh, we are trying to do our part and we implore everybody listening to do their part as well. Um, but yeah, you know, like to the Muslims out there, I, I, I don't know if I can speak on any, any other religion and how they feel about it, but yeah, I mean, I think we all um, kind of intersect on this idea of, you know, constant self-reflection, constant self-improvement. I think like anybody of any creed can relate to that yeah and this is a part of that you know like constantly trying to uh improve yourself and at the end of the day check yourself about like the things that you've thought or said or done and you know um i, I read something or heard something to the effect of like no one person you can just straight up say is like 100% racist, 100% like not racist. I mean, certainly there are people sure. who are like straight up racist, like the KKK or whatever. Right. But and, I mean, it's and like the, the president. I'm, I'm talking about like your normal average person, like whether you're racist or not comes into question in every like interaction that you have with people. Mm -hmm. Like, am I being racist? Am I being anti black or not in this certain situation as I'm passing this person on the street? Mm -hmm. as I'm having this interaction with this person, you know, this other human being. How did I react? How did I treat them? That's how you need to hold yourself accountable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's hard work. It's really uncomfortable. Even think about your thoughts. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah. Um, yeah, we, you know, this is obviously a very complex, uh, nuanced topic. But we did just want to kind of pay our respects to it and, and vocally express our support for Black Lives Matter. And yeah, kind of bring it back to that point of it's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing struggle. It's a process, you know. We have a long way to go. Yeah. Um, but I'm just glad that, you know, if anything, we've just kind of like uh, exposed our flaws and what we can do, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, also, you may notice this, the sound quality is a little better now. Um, 
uh, I am in Stalker's apartment, but we are six feet apart, and we are both wearing masks. We are sharing one mask, <laughs> passing, it, passing it back that's and forth. That's how you do it, right? Right. That's, yeah. the, that's what the CDC uh-huh. says, Yeah, right? exactly, right? Yeah. The CDZ. <laughs> CDZ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh. yeah, so I don't want you to think that we've ignored the, the fact that we're in a pandemic as well. Yeah. Uh, we're doing our best to, you know, uh, keep up the, the practices for that. Yeah. I mean, it's really not that hard. Yeah. You know, Sean was saying earlier, and he's right, it's just like a simple code of conduct mm-hmm. that we all need to be following. And as long as everybody is caring about each other, mm-hmm. we're going to be fine. Right. But <laughs> that's exactly the problem, though, is that we have to rely on Americans and racist right. white people to. <laughs> Uh, worry about other people. <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath on that. Ah, man. <laughs> We're doomed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's the kind of thing I keep telling myself. is like, you're only as safe as like the dumbest, least informed person around you. Yeah. That's so true. <laughs> it's like... It's very unfortunate. Yeah. It doesn't um, matter how good you are trying to, you know, maintain social distancing. and Yeah. It's crazy uh, because, at? like, we live in L.A., mm-hmm. which is a pretty liberal bubble. Mm-hmm. But people out here, man, mm-hmm. they're pretty stupid, too. Yeah. people. A lot of people just don't care enough, man. Yeah, I mean... Care enough. Care enough. <laughs> care enough. Holy shit, you're onto something. Oh, my God. Goddamn. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, this that, is the first time that Sean and I are seeing each other in a long time. Yeah, just being in the same physical space. Yeah. So we might act a little weird. <laughs> uh, it, it might, this might feel like a new thing to us. Yeah. Uh, Getting back into the swing yeah. of it. Like yeah. riding a bike yeah. after years. Um, but yeah, we didn't want to just like brush past the insanity of the real world situation that we're dealing with right now that everybody's dealing with and dive right into, you know, the corny gloss of nineties Bollywood again. (laughs) We, we definitely wanted to like check in with everybody and just let you know where we're at, what's going on with us. Yeah. Cause it has been so long too, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that being said, let's talk about some Bollywood shit. What do you say? Let's get it (laughs) popping. Okay. This week we watched Mujse Dosti Karogi, which uh, I had never seen before, mm-hmm. but uh, it seems to be kind of a classic, right? Like a, I guess a early twenty, early two thousands classic. Yeah, uh, two thousand two. Rithik Roshan, Karina Kapoor, Rani Mukherjee, and I guess Uday Chopra. <laughs> give him a little credit. <laughs> um, he is technically in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ini- initial thoughts. Initial, initial th- okay it's let, let, let's just tell listeners what it's about really quickly okay. it's about uh three best friends mm-hmm. i guess they were best friends when they were kids and uh um rithik roshan's character raj mm-hmm. kind of a douchebag throughout the whole movie right he likes the pretty girl <laughs> even when they're even when they're kids mm-hmm. he likes the prettier girl kind of ignores the the less pretty smarter more sweet girl mm-hmm. Um, and then he moves to London and, uh, Ronnie Mukherjee's character is, uh, Buja, Buja, mm-hmm. uh, 
and she's it sounded like you said she's butch <laughs> yeah, i i like had a, like a little thing like a little hookup almost yeah yeah uh anyways so she's like catfishing him for the next 15 years yeah as tina right and then uh Ruth Russian visits for two weeks and you know tina's gonna tina so uh so tina's you know being a real tina <laughs> and like kind of swoops in and takes the man that well Ritha Groshan thought he was talking to Tina the whole time right and Tina just was like alright right you know he's good looking I'm gonna get it and uh Ritha Groshan swoops past Booja again mm-hmm. um and that was kind of heartbreaking yeah and yeah the, the rest of the movie happens and shit happens but yeah. that's pretty much the movie that was right. the word for word description of uh wikipedia i, I literally read that saga always just, just like reads it right offline and that was another one yeah it was just I'm, kind of freewheeling but i'm really good at it reading was, it was another one they just read <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah uh my kind of initial thoughts on this were okay so like the first thing i always do is like give it a goog to see number one how long it is i always number two to see a goog is uh, short for Google. That's right. Case, that's right. Don't uh, forget. Yeah. And uh, I always look at the IMDb like user rating. Yeah. IMDb is short for Internet Movie Database. For the dumbasses out there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I looked at this one, and I believe it's like 5.1 out of 10, something like that. Uh-huh. So I knew I was in for like, you know, not a great movie. Yeah. Um, so my expectations were already hampered a little bit, you know, um, just looking at the poster, I was like, okay, Yash Chopra, um, early 2000s, Rithik, like, I kind of know what I'm in for with this. Um, that being said, it did not go completely off the rails like Bollywood loves to do. Yeah. Uh, it did not follow the worst inclinations of Bollywood, which I will give it praise for. That's the best thing I can say is that it wasn't fucking awful. Like, honestly, that's that's the best. <laughs> that's that's like exactly. It was like what it is. Yeah, it was like another one of those movies where it's just like it just I, happened in front of me, but yeah. I took nothing from it. And yeah, and I'm not mad about it. It, it is like the time pass movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't hate it. It just happened. It just, it just survived. It, it just w- exists. It just played on my TV screen, and then it ended. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, it. I was expecting it to be worse than right. it was. So did I. Yeah. Um, but I was also expecting it to be better than it was. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. It just, um, like, lives in a constant limbo. I do want to say this one thing that, like, I, I kind of had a realization about as it was happening. I was like, you always know when, like, a Bollywood director has low confidence in a movie when there is a medley of hit songs from other movies in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> You've said this before. Yeah, kind of like the the filmmaker is basically saying, like, look, I know this is a piece of shit. Yeah. But, like... Here's some good stuff that you like from the past, just to kind of like, you know, here's a little cookie for you. Yeah, here's a little sprinkle. I know I did a bad job, but here's some shit that you actually like. You know, I saw Rithik Roshan, Ronnie Mukherjee, and Karina Kapoor on the front cover, and I was like, I'm excited for this. Sure, yeah. Um, You know, on some level, like, those three people are going to bring the goods. Yeah, yeah. But then, even, even if they can't get you across the finish line, it's still like, okay, 
Yeah. They're, they're bringing something, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but then Tina was Pooja and Pooja was Tina. Right. Poo was Tina. Right. And I, I didn't know what to think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we asked you guys to ask us some questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a lot. Okay. Let's just okay. get to it. Okay. Start so in. at mara.fitlondoner. Okay. Fit Londoner. <laughs> it that uh. so, that sounds like uh <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that sounds like. It, it sounds like a donor kebab shop. <laughs> it does look. <laughs> it sounds like a donor kebab shop that yeah. has kebabs from fit cows. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Lord donor. Uh, Woo! Okay. So she says uh K3G's Poo is an iconic character, but why does no one ever talk about Terrific Tina in that intro song? I don't know. Not uh no one going to mention Rithik's really bad fitting work suits and those <laughs> weird latex tops he wears. The red jacket and the one he wears in Oh My Darling. His suits are weird. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. They're like just like this entirely was, too large. Yeah, this, there were there was a very quick um, transition in time. I want to say from two thousand two to two thousand four, where guys' suits went from like the bagginess of the nineties, yeah, into like the more form fitting, like uh, skinny jeans, slim fit yeah. cut suits, and this was right on the cusp of that. So that's why it seems like so out of place for how like, you know, relatively recent in fashion this is. Uh Um, But yeah, like you definitely clock that right away. How fucking baggy they are. Yeah. It's really awful. It's bad. Yeah. (laughs) And and really like, what were they thinking? Wide ties. What were they thinking? I think they just thought that, like, that's what a suit is, you know, until it just dawned on somebody, like, no, like, they should fit a little bit. Like, I got to say, I think tighter. late 90s to early 2000s fashion was just, like, fucked up. Pretty garbage. Yeah. But we are bringing some things back now. Yeah, I mean, we're we're picking. Like, we're, we're, we're picking from the top of... Neon is definitely a vestige of the 90s. Um, Yo, also... You got to see the skirt that I just bought. Oh, shit. Neon? Neon. Also, like, that thing that girls do now of, like, form-fitting top baggy pants. Yeah, yeah. Very 90s, very Spice Girls-esque. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We are cherry-picking the best moments, and it's coming back, you know? Yeah. But baggy suits just will not happen. Never. (laughs) Thank God. They should have never happened. Thank God. Yeah. They shouldn't have happened in the first place. Ever, yeah. Okay. Uh, At Hira underscore M says, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. On a scale from one to Ajay Devgan, how would you rate Uday Chopra? Ajay Devgan being the lowest. Damn. I honestly He's down there. I think Uday Chopra is better than Ajay Devgan. I don't know, man. Like, Ajay Devgan literally has no redeeming qualities. And I don't think he does either. I don't think Uday Chopra Uday does. Chopra, at least from far away, looks like a Bollywood star because he's so jacked. But Ajay Devgan, I mean, just looks like some guy you'd see on Devon. You know, just some uncle walking down the street. He does look like an uncle, but Uday Chopra looks like he could be Ajay Devgan's little brother. Sure. Buff, his, his buff little brother. I, I, I do think that is precisely the one guy that he is better than. 
The only guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, sure. This isn't in praise of him. It's just kind of saying, with perspective, Yeah. on the totem pole of, you know, who's less corny, but they definitely beats AJ, I'd say. I, I, just, I just don't think a lot of either of them. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I mean, I couldn't argue who's better because it would it would almost be like 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 uh what metal uh smells better (laughs) (laughs) you know like they all i I don't know how to answer that exactly you know they're all pretty yeah 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 like i don't just don't care you know uh she also asks is raj a creep he keeps sneaking into Puja and Tina's bedrooms. Yes. Absolutely. He's, he's not He's not only a, a creep. He's also, like, abusive. Yes. Very abusive fuckboy who just, like, you know, they're obviously in this entanglement. Uh, to use a very, yeah. you know, popping word right now. Um, they're in this entanglement where, like, you know, uh, Raj and Puja, like, know that, okay, we want to be together, but we can't be together. And he's putting the onus completely on her, you know? Yeah. It's like, dude, if you care so much about this... Fucking take responsibility. You know, pull a Bollywood moment, jump on a table, and, like, sing your heart on, tell everybody that you love her. Why do you have to, like, threaten her about it? Yeah. Really fuckboy thing to do. Truly. And also, (laughs) there's one scene I really just, like, want to understand the motive for this. I don't know why I'm thinking about this. But they're having one of their, like, secret meetings where they're talking about, like, okay, what are we going to do? You know, are you going to marry this guy or not? Like, you should marry him on this day, then I'll marry her. The scene starts with Raj eating Cheetos by the pool. Oh, I saw that. I laughed my ass off. Like, <laughs> He's, the like, scene leaning, against, like leaning against the pillar. serious-ass scene. He's just looking at his bag of Cheetos and, like, just eating them away. And then she comes up and he goes, hey, chips? And she goes, no, thank you. It's a great, great acting, man. And then he folds it up and puts it back in his pocket, and it's never addressed. You know, in, act, in acting classes, they'll tell you always start a dramatic scene eating Cheetos. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> they'll, gotta, say, yeah. they'll say they if you want can't the- find Cheetos. Doritos is the next best thing. Right, and if not, then get f- the fuck out of here. <laughs> the first day, you got to bring your headshot, resume, and bag of Cheetos, and bag of Cheetos. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, at Billy Ankowali says, classic Indian fuckboy tale. Yes. I agree. 100%. At Hira says, how many gobi ke parate are too many? Do you find the catfishing problematic? Okay. A lot to unpack here. Yeah. Uh, how many gobi ke parate are, are too many? Um, um, I say I'm clocking out at like... Four. Yeah, three I'm to four. four yeah. Anything beyond that is just straight gluttony. Yeah, and that's how many can you wolf down in one sitting? I mean, how many can I, or how many would I? How many do I want to? How many do you want to? I'm good with like two. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? I'm... Alu paratha is like way better. Yeah, yeah, you I know? agree. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah. Um, um and what am I eating it with? Am I just eating a plain paratha? Right. Or can I throw some like you know some under on it? Like right, some right. some breakfast, some omelet? Something else. You know, am I am I just eating it? I'm getting hungry. That sounds really good. Yeah. Um what's the second question? 
Do you find the catfishing problematic? Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I got to say, like, the stakes of this movie feel relatively low just because it's a very self-inflicted problem. Yeah. Like, you didn't have to change the name at the end of the email. I get that she was like a little girl and they, you know, little kids do weird things. And maybe she was nervous. Maybe she... 15 years of it? Yeah. That's... That's a problem. Have you ever told a lie that you've had to keep up for that long? Let's see. I'm I'm 33. That means a lie since I was 18. Little kids do lie. But I'm wondering, like, is there something like that that you've just, like, lied about that you've had to keep up forever? I don't have... I've never necessarily lied to someone. I definitely have secrets. Right. You know, that I've never told anybody that I still don't plan on take to the yeah i think i think unless you're like you know a pathological liar like you don't have something that lasts 15 fucking years no you know yeah but yeah that being said it it did feel like guys like this is not a conflict yeah just just like change the name and your signature (laughs) exactly once you didn't have to leave it after yeah you know exactly yeah i mean it is what it is i will say it was very interesting to see uh, Ronnie basically play the Anjali part in Kuch Kuch Hote Hai, you know? Yeah. He yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Interesting, ba- right? Basically got flipped in that love triangle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tina's gonna Tina, man. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Uh, okay, at, at Mo Kwai says, there's Mutse Dosti Karogi, Mutse Shadi Karogi. What are some other movie theme ideas? I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at Ask Allegra says, was Karina a bad friend for not telling the truth? Um, I mean, I definitely think everybody was a bad person in this movie to some extent. Yeah. Honestly. Especially that I don't think Tina was that bad of a person. Like, sure, she's kind of, like, annoying, but did she harm anybody? Okay. So, she did. Mm, she did. Not so. She harmed Pooja because she, okay, she might not know that Pooja was in love with Raj, mm-hmm. but she did 15 years of work, you know, and, and yeah, then okay, Tina you're just right, kind of right. swooped in and was like, hey, you're right. I'm going to get this. She, she this knew album. that she wrote so many letters. If you're that good of a friend, you could pick up on that and be like, oh, maybe she likes this guy. Like, they've been writing letters for so long. Yeah. Um, and was kind of like, okay, cool. Like, I'll just pretend that, like, yeah, we're in love. Yeah, and that's kind of fucked up. Like, come yeah. on, dude, read the room, you know? Right. You know, this is your best friend. You should have a little bit more emotional intelligence. Exactly. Than yeah. that. And, like... Like, talk your said, friend she, she out she of doing Ra- that. She said Raj is coming, and she's like, who the fuck is Raj? Yeah. It's like, bitch, come on, you know who Raj is? He's exactly. a dude I've been emailing under your name for 15 years. Right, How can right, you not know? Right, right, right. right. Also, yeah, they were like really good childhood friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's a bad person. <laughs> uh, same person, Ask Allegra, says, also, most importantly, favorite song. I can't say. I don't think there were any bangers in this movie. I just watched this movie. I can't remember a single song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my darling. There was that first. Is memorable, yeah. but a pretty bad song. And the medley was fun, but again, not really from this movie. So. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Shady. Uh, 
at simply.suchi says, Raj was catfished for 15 years. Mm -hmm. They never thought to exchange pictures via email? Yeah, you got a good point. I mean, well, hold on, wait, 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 2002. So they started emailing in 1987. Right. Let's get this straight, okay? Who had email in 1987? <laughs> Plot hole. God damn. Or right? The, I mean, or it's not exactly clear. Does the movie start in 2002, and uh, present day is current day? Yeah, 2017. <laughs> I don't know, man, because... He's supposed to be... It's supposed to be 2017 when he's wearing those boxy-ass suits? No, it can't be, right? Yeah. That's why... Yeah, the op, the the former is true. Then the, the movie starts in 87. Yeah. When they have computers. Oh, yeah, what? <laughs> and what kind of computer did she have? Was that an iMac? Yeah, something like that. Uh, they fucked uh, up. They, they fuck, fucked up. Yep, 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 yep. Nobody caught that, but we did. You heard it here first on God the Bollywood damn. Boys. Canceled. Yep. This movie is canceled. Cancel culture is real, guys. It's gone too far. Too far. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see what is next. At Simply Suchi also asks, why is Tina calling Raj Mr. America when he came from Britain? That's a good question. I don't know. They do address that. They do in the beginning. He She's does like, say that. He's like, yeah, I'm from London. Like, that's not in America. And then she basically is just like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm Tina. I don't need to know geography. Dude, Tina is straight up poo. Straight up, yeah. Like, she just got to do poo for right. another movie. Right. A less iconic poo. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, at I.I. Humaira I.I. says, Cringe, what kind of drugs did they give Karina to be this perky in the movie? <laughs> um, it's kind of her brand. It was at the time, at least. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was the third movie that uh, Karina Kapoor and Rithik Roshan did together. Right. Because they did yeah, that's crazy. K3G and that's Yade right. before this. Damn, that's right. And then, yeah. The only time like the chemistry really clicked was K3G. Yeah. I mean, it's just a flawless movie, start to finish. Yeah. I also think this was the only movie that Rithik Roshan and uh, Ronnie Mukherjee have ever done together. Damn. Huh. I cannot think of another one. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know, guys. Um, at Charmy underscore Mo says, if Rajan Puja could send emails, why couldn't they send photos to see what they look like? Exactly. We got this before. Yeah, but we, yeah. yeah, we didn't exactly address it. Like somewhere during that time period. Email was available. 87 uh, to 2002. Yeah. Like, yeah, they could have started uh, sending pictures. Yeah, like when know? they were, at least in like 98, they could right. have for sure done that. Right, right, then. right, yeah. Um, yeah, why didn't they? That's a good question. But it's still pretty hard to take a picture. Selfies didn't exist back then. Right. Uh, but, I mean, webcams did. There were shitty webcams. Oh. Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, they definitely could have done something. Right. Um, but then it, uh, all that is kind of rooted in the initial self-inflicted conflict, right? Sure. Like maybe that, she wouldn't have sent right, it. Right, right. That like Pooja is trying to hide behind, you know, the false name of Tina. And she doesn't really want him to know. She's kind of just like, oh, like 
he'll recognize my aura or like my spirit when he sees me. Yeah. He'll know that I'm the one who wrote the letters. It's like, so no, dude. stupid. No, he won't know. So stupid. Puberty happens and people change, okay? It's hard to recognize. Yeah. If you saw me so before puberty, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck is that cockroach doing? <laughs> <laughs> Walking around with people. My Squash God. that. There but was... now I look like a real person, okay? Especially for brown people, like, puberty takes you places. Yeah. That it doesn't take people of other ethnicities, <laughs> okay? Honestly. We have, a, we have a rough time growing up, okay? But I so, feel... yeah, he's, he's not going to recognize you, Pooja. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, how... There's a part of the movie where she gets mad at him after he finds out that it's her. And she's like, you just walked straight past me and walked to Tina or whatever. Right. Uh, like, how the fuck is he supposed to know? I mean, you? that is true. Like, he did Say, basically just be like, hey, yo, this hot one, that's got to be her. <laughs> yeah, right? And he walked right past her. Um, he could have at least acknowledged her, you know. Um, but... It was rude. Yeah, it was rude. Entirely too rude. I will also say, like, Ronnie Mukherjee is not, like, straight up ugly. That's kind of how they treat her. They kind of treat it like... one of the prettiest Bollywood actresses. The way they treat these two characters, they're kind of treating it like, oh, one is the hot one, one is the straight up, like, uggo one. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, they look kind of similar. Also, it's just like... You know, Tina's not the hot one just because she wears crop tops. Right. Like, if that's all you got to do, like, I'll be wearing a crop top every day. You know? I mean, whatever works. <laughs> but it's like, no. Like, they're both, like, just as pretty, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, Ronnie, she's a dime piece, dude. <laughs> I I love her. I have you love her? Loved, I have always loved her. I do got to say, like, do you see that most recent video that 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 popped up on YouTube? Uh, no. Of there, okay. There's like a round table interview of like her, Deepika, um, couple other like prominent uh, Bollywood actresses. I think Alia Bhatt is in it too. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of paraphrasing what happened here, but like they're basically having a conversation about like, you know, uh assault sexual or otherwise in india Uh of like men towards women and you know most of the actresses are kind of saying like no like we need to teach boys don't assault people don't attack people we need to instill that into men and ronnie's kind of like yo the world is the way it is like we need to learn martial arts we need to learn karate and she starts like chopping in the air and doing like what N- noises she's just like boom boom have to you have to learn <laughs> what <laughs> yeah it's crazy and she's the the funniest part about it is they're indoors but she's wearing these like yellow tinted sunglasses <laughs> that's my ronnie dude <laughs> and it's like dude how are you gonna make this like fucking insane point with these yellow mustard <laughs> glasses on at least take them off before oh you say God. something stupid. I got to watch that. Yeah. And people lit her up on Twitter. They're like, dude, shut up. Like, Damn. No one's going to learn martial arts. Just tell boys not to assault people. That's the more reasonable. <laughs> right. And she's just like, no, no, no. Um, we're learning martial arts. 
Damn, you got to learn a whole skill, <laughs> right? Just so boys aren't. Yeah, she. Abusing? Her thing was like, no, no, no. They're not gonna learn. Like, I hear that a little bit, but like the focus should be on, you know, like no, there needs to be a culture teaching shift. men how to be good people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think, I think for sure, everybody should learn martial arts. Sure. You know, every yeah, but. People should just be good people. <laughs> right, the, right. At the end of the day. That's what needs to change. At far, far, far away says, how long did it take you to get over the fact that Ronnie was called Puja and Karina was called Tina? Yeah, that fucked me up. It was very confusing. That fucked me up. I right. was like, no, no, this is not right. It's like, yo, Bo- Bollywood only has like six five, names. five, six names that they rotate. Yeah, I mean, Raj... You know, always going to be a Raj, always a Raj. Buja, Ro- Tina, and, and, and Anjali. U- U- Uday was Rohan, and Rohan was right. R- Rithik was Rohan, right? In, in K3G, it's like guys, like there's way more names than that. Yeah, come on, guys, you can do this. <laughs> Just, I mean, I've never heard the name Rithik in a movie, right? Why? I've never heard the name Uday in a movie, right? Why? These are real names, you know what it is. It's like they think that like because there were movies where the lead actor or actress had those character names, Raj, Pooja, whatever, they're like, Oh, that's that, good that, that movie was a hit. That's good luck. That mm. that's the reason why it did so well. So like let's name these characters the same thing and you know, it'll trick people into liking it. And it's like why see, fix I, why fix it if it ain't broken? Exactly. And it's like, dude, like, no, like Maybe it has to do with the story. Maybe it has to do with the music. They're like, no, 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 no. Lead character's name is Raj. The shit sells itself. Oh, man. <laughs> um, she also asks, why is Rohan just so chill with everything? Yeah, dude, what a fucking weirdo. Yeah, this is also like a recurring Bollywood fallacy. You know, Where like, that- it's just a good guy at the end. He's like, right. He's like, hey, you know... I loved you, right? But you know, if my love, I totally understand. Else, the the one thing I want in my life, right, is for my love to have right. the love of her life. Happens with Salman Khan and Kuch Kuch Hotehe. Yeah. Happens with uh, Akshay Kumar and Dothabagalhe, and I'm sure other movies that we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. But like the guy who's getting curved is like a hundred percent fine with it. It's a coping mechanism, dude. and it's like, dude, what? Like, that's not going to happen in real life. And if it did, you never want to be with that guy in the first place. He's right. just like, he's just like, doesn't fight for what he wants, or he's just like right. kind of a pushover. Like, what if this was his like job? Would he just be like, hey, would he t- like that? He, he's the runner up. Mm-hmm. Would he just be like, hey, I don't deserve this job. I didn't really want it that bad, anyways. <laughs> you know, if there's anybody yeah. that deserves it, it's you. Right. But it is also the. I'm just thing. gonna go back into my cardboard box now. Right. Um. It does also remind us that like a lot of Bollywood storylines serve as like fantasies for the audience mm-hmm. in terms of like here's a situation you might have been with, you might have been in like you know in K3G of like the family is torn apart or this movie where there's like a love triangle and people had to like marry somebody that they didn't want to. The movie's basically selling a fantasy of like, oh no, what if you married the person you wanted to? What if like your family actually got back together? Yeah. It's like, I'm sure like, you know, up until the resolution at the end, like many people have gone through those things, you know? 
Sure, yeah. But Bollywood is always like, yeah, like this is what it could have been. Oh, Bollywood. <laughs> Imagine if Bollywood had its own Disney. I've thought about that. Like, like, uh. I'm, su- I'm surprised there isn't, like, there's, like, relatively no animation. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. feature length animation. Yeah, that's interesting. In Bollywood. It just seems like it's, like, so ripe for that. You know? I feel like it would make a killing. Like, Miro Royal Detective out here, mm-hmm. it did really well out here. Right. I'm sure if they did something like that in Bollywood, um, yeah, dude. I think, Kids I think, would eat that shit up. I D- think the Disney reason princesses, is... A Bollywood Disney princess? Right. Like, dude. I mean, I think it would do well, but then I also remember that, like, there, the reason there is no, like, kid-specific content is because Bollywood movies are made to be fun for, for the everybody. whole family. Right, right, right. You know? So, like, they already will, will think, oh, like, we already have kid-specific content. It's baked into every movie. Yeah. You know? Sure. But, but, it's, that, but it's really but not. But it's not animated. Like, I wouldn't say this is a kid's movie. <laughs> yeah, no. If you want to teach your kids how to be an abusive, <laughs> uh, pathological liar. <laughs> right. Uh, and a catfish. Boy, do I have a movie for you. Wearing a crop top, mm-hmm. singing songs from other movies. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, making Sikh people. Uh, they did that same stereotype, dude. Mm-hmm. In this movie, where like oh, the yeah. Sikh person is like Just the loud lo- one, obnoxious. obnoxious, and you know, ready to cheat on his wife any moment. I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg when yeah. it comes to like problematic shit in Bollywood movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she also asks, how would you feel if your wife made the whole office smell like Gobi Caprata? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I definitely have to, you know, pull her to the side and be like, yo, babe, you know, I love you. And like, this is like such a nice gesture. Yeah. But like, you know, don't do that again. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, now that I, I have I, my own office, I would just be like, I mean, you guys got to deal with it. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted Gobi Prata today. Yeah, and you so know, it is what it is. technically, my office is like where we're in right now. Yeah, because I just work from the, my computer right there, uh, so it always smells <laughs> like, like something. food. Yeah, but if I worked in another in a in someone else's office, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would be like, "Come on, babe, yeah. babe, you're embarrassing yeah. me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe fair. Uh, at B Chevia, at B Cheva says. How come no one is suspect of Rani and Rithik uh, staring in the rain after the medley song ends? I mean, there's a lot of moments that are like wildly suspect. Like there's a lot of times where like everybody's cheering and having fun and like Rithik or Rani are like looking forlorn in the corner. Yeah. And it's like, yo, they're not being very subtle about this shit at all. Yeah. I mean, people can clearly see them. (laughs) They're either... I mean, there was this moment where they were like really close face to face right. and everybody was like, oh shit, they about to fuck, you know? On the dance floor. Yeah. Uh, and then like he does the Le Jange, Le Jange, right. the DDLJ song. Right. And then everybody's like, oh, he's just playing. Yeah. Oh, he's just fucking around. Right, right, right. And then they get back to it. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, they're all fools, man. <laughs> they should know. Yeah. At Maha.Riz says, thoughts on the medley? Iconic or trash? Trash. I think every medley is trash. 
I think the songs within the medley, I liked a few of them. I mean, of course, like there's bangers in there from classic movies, but it's like, no, you guys need to do some original shit. Yeah. Like this isn't an award show where you do medleys. Like I understand that like. Uh, you know what? I can appreciate a good medley, um, especially with the right songs. Uh, this I got to say this was better than uh, the one in, what was that last movie? Um, that was hot garbage. I mean, that's what I'm saying is like, if it's contextualized, like maybe, you know, if it's like a tribute to like a certain actor or actress, or if it's like woven into the plot somehow that there is going to be a performance. Yeah. And like one of the characters is like a dancer or something, you know, like, okay. Yeah. Like I can buy that. Like you got to earn that. You can't just like slap together a clusterfuck of hits from the '90s and say, "Here's a medley." You yeah, know? Sure. it's like, yo, I, I can put together, I can put together a, a playlist of good ass songs and just listen to it. You know, that's true. Don't put that's that true. in the I movie. Mean, that's just a Spotify playlist. Right <laughs> exactly. There, you know? That's what I'm saying. Uh, so I, I wouldn't call it trash, but I also wouldn't say it's iconic. You know, I would say well, absolutely not iconic. It's uh, it's, you know, it fits the movie. Insofar as like, yeah, those are good songs. Yeah. I'll give props to the songs. But they're not this movie's song. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at uh, Rukush says, how cringe is Rithik's acting? Where does this rank compared to his, others film, his other films? You know what? I was thinking the same thing when I was watching this movie. Mm. I was like, dude, he's, he's doing something with his face here. Mm. Like he keeps shaking. He's like so... Mm. He's so angry in this movie and he's constantly shaking his right. jaw uh it's like all right i'll I'll blame that on the script you think so yeah because i think that is baked into what the character actually is like Mm -hmm. the character is written very poorly and very shitty like it's his whole mo to like get pissed off at puja and like hold her accountable for the reason that they can't be together so i think he's trying to do his best to like uplift this shitty material yeah but yeah, I mean that being said, like there are moments where like, all right, yeah, he, he's he's going a little overboard here, way overboard. But it is dude. it is still rooted in the storyline is is pretty bad. Yeah, I thought he he's been better mm-hmm. and he's been worse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just didn't like his character in this movie. You're right. <laughs> At uh, Alifia Baiji says, why did Rohan never ask Tina to email him a picture of her? I think she means Raj. Exactly. Uh, yeah, a lot of people independently thought this. Wow. Yeah. That's like dating 101, mm-hmm. she says. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we've already gotten there. Uh, she also asks, also, why did they never pick up the phone and call each other? Hello, calling cards. Calling cards did exist See, th- back that then. That makes way more sense than email. That's a good question. Makes way more sense than emailing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you're 12, 13, 14, hitting puberty. You're like, I want to get on the phone with this girl. Right. Or, you know, initiate, man. Right. You know? And then, you know, you recognize voices later because mm-hmm. voices, those stick. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I remember the voice of, uh, of like, my childhood crushes. <laughs> I can think about them right now. You do? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, some of them. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> like, when you were like 13, 14? You I mean, I just what, remember moments. You remember what those girls' voices sound like at 13? Then, yeah. Huh. 
You know, I would, I would have no idea. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're like then, I have recordings of each girl I've but, ever had a crush on. It's but in a I'm, Spotify playlist I mean, like, called r- Saga's Crushes. <laughs> Uh, but like Ronnie's voice is so distinct. That, oh yeah, husky that, as fuck. We've talked about this before. Yeah, that if like always I, sounds I'm like sure. he just rolled out of bed, <laughs> right? A little, a little croaky. Yeah, it's like, dude, uh, just like uh, Raj. Yeah, like oh, that was pretty good. That was a good Ronnie. Exactly. Yeah, Raj, a little bit. Yeah, Raj, I love you, Raj. Yeah, it's just like, dude, just like take to, take have, a sip of water, we please. Have to learn martial arts, like. Somebody get this girl a cough drop, <laughs> a, a cup of tea, and then start rolling. Okay? Why you are making fun? <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Samia Kamal says, to what extent does Bollywood perpetuate toxic masculinity? <laughs> oh shit! Rithik to Roshan, what extent? Yeah, Rithik it Roshan is toxic is so masculinity crystallized. What this do you is, mean? It, that's exactly what this is. Uh, it's like the most heightened version. It, that's like saying, to what extent does the KKK perpetuate racism? Like, <laughs> what? Dude, no. Like, this is where it was originated. This is toxic masculinity. At its finest. <laughs> it's worst, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's just the worst person in this movie. Mm. Read the Groshen? Yeah, I got to say. Yeah, he, he is like the villain <laughs> in my eyes. Truly, right? Yeah. When we started watching this movie, I was sitting next to my wife and uh, and um, Buja's oh no Tina's dad. Mm-hmm. The moment I saw him, I was like, I bet you that's the villain, because he just has the most villainous. Tina's dad. Tina's dad. You gotta look it up. Oh, okay. He's the guy with the mustache. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a really bad hmm. person. Uh, and Wajia was like. No, there's no villain in yeah. this movie. Um, Atsumi Kamel also says, also explore the love triangle trope. Why does Bollywood love it so much? Um, it's just like a really simple, easy go-to conflict, you know? And I also feel like, yeah, with the arranged marriage of it all, I feel like a lot of like, Indian people in India specifically like do feel that you know like they always kind of highlight this contrast between arranged marriage and love marriage Mm -hmm. you know so I feel like that is a very real cultural uh, specificity that people are acutely aware of right that they may have dealt with personally or like know somebody who has dealt with that you know so like it feels like a very real thing culturally so it resonates with people. I also know? feel like it makes for a really good uh, story. I mean, like people, people want to be hashtag Team Tina, hashtag Team Puja, right. you know, and they uh, it, it just um, gives people something to invest their their thought, their emotions yeah. into. Yeah. Um, and it's not really just a Bollywood thing, although in this way it is. This like, oh, arranged marriage was the one I didn't want to do, but there was a love marriage I did want. Yeah. Um, it is just like a rom com thing, you know? Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, I love a, I love watching a good love triangle. One hundred percent. You know, I mean, yeah, Kuch Kuchota. There you go. That movie. That 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 movie was is one of the top three movies 
in Bollywood history, Dude, probably. Honestly, for me, like sometimes it's in my number one spot. Sure. I think this uh, changes yeah. day to day, but like it's just so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, I think about watching it. Mm-hmm. I don't do it because uh, it's a lot. You know, it's really I think long. about watching it at least once a month. Yeah. You know, it's so much fun. It's just, I wonder how DD, I wonder how Kush Kutosa is going to be today. Right. Am I going to like it again? It just, and the answer is always yes. Feel good movie. Yeah. You know, classic. Doesn't start off that way though. Sure. Remember when we watched it? Episode two? Yeah. No, it's like in the first five minutes, you looked over at me and I had tears coming (laughs) out of my ass. (laughs) It's devastating. Yeah. Uh, but in the best kind of way. Hell yeah. Um, at uh, Adri Tadas says, was this inspired by the whole Betty, Veronica, Archie, Samosa triangle? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the what? The Betty, Be- Archie, Samosa triangle? Betty, Veronica, Archie, Samosa triangle. <laughs> I like that term, Samosa triangle. I mean, it's redundant. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I can't speak to that because I have no idea... I'm assuming this is like Archie Comics. Yeah. I mean, it's just another love triangle, you know? Mm. It's Betty, Veronica, Archie is not the only love triangle ever, but it is just one of them, you know? But was this inspired by it? No. What's the first love triangle? The first love triangle. Adam, even the apple. There you go. Right? Uh, Yeah, let's not explore that any further. Let's just (laughs) leave it at that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, uh, she also asks what the three of them, uh, would the three of them be able to survive as a polyamorous triad in 2020? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Knowing nothing about that, I don't think Raj is cool with that. I mean, who knows? I think he's so possessive of Pooja that he's just like... I think no, I also I think he's, he's such a fuckboy and such a horn dog that he might be like, "Hey, you know, like this is better than I ever expected." Because, like, you know, you know, like he 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 thinks with his he thinks with his dick first, right? He saw Puja and he was like, "That's got to be." Her. But I do think or he saw he, Tina and he's, he's the all in type of guy. He was all in a Tina, then like a light switch went off in his brain, then he's all in a Puja. I do think in a different love triangle where it's uh, uh, Rahul, Anjali, and, and, Tina? and Tina, that Rahul is definitely a polyamorous dude. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. He definitely is just like, yeah, whatever. Like, let's get it popping. Like, we can all be in love together. Interesting. Which yeah. he kind of like tried to get going. <laughs> you know, like he was flirting with both of them. Yeah. But this character, Raj, in this movie... Like, was into one girl and then 100% into the other one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right, you know? You know what I mean? What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what are your, uh, what are your, what do you rate this movie? What do I rate this movie? I'm yeah. going to say it's, like, watchable, but I another one that I would never recommend. Like, there's really nothing to gain out of this. Uh-huh. Maybe when you're, like, cleaning the house. And you just need some noise on in the sure, background. Yeah, this would be the third choice for that. Oh wow! Moment. 
Um, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I don't I, know why I, I, I give it a 4.5. That's fair, honestly, man. Um, yeah, like, I had high expectations, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, I wasn't impressed and I wasn't let down. I was just like, when it was over... I wasn't upset. I didn't feel like I wasted my time, mm-hmm. but I also didn't feel like I gained anything from it. It just, I just felt right. idle. I felt like in, in an idle place. Right, right. You know? And with that being said, yeah, I'm going to have to give it like a 4.8, I yeah. think. Um, not right. the worst movie I've seen, not the best movie I've seen. Still- not glad that I watched it, not mad that I watched it. Yeah. Like, it just left me with. The only so much of nothing, right? The po- the most positive thing I can say is that it is technically a movie. Let's talk about how a white person. Uh, white says person. Movie. Okay, let me think on this. Yeah, Mujhese Mujhese Dosti Karogi. Okay, I'm gonna go with Mujhese Dosti Karogi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, white people! <laughs> so stupid, guy. Oh, How people. could you say it's so wrong? Oh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, Beats me. Any final thoughts? Final thoughts. All I can think about is like, if you're gonna put a day Chopra in your movie, don't. <laughs> that's honestly my final thought <laughs> honestly i was thinking of a final thought that has something to do with him um yeah i mean something along the lines of that where if you are gonna put Uday chopra in your film um you don't need to be making that movie <laughs> you know that movie does not need to be made if that's who you come down to as right, as, as right. in your casting process. And that's honestly, you're already yeah. making a mistake. That's a good metric to use. Yeah, about whether or not you're doing a good job. Whereas, like, if you need to cast him, like, you fucked up somewhere along the way. Truly, you know, we talk a lot about Ajay Devgan, and I honestly, and you might disagree with me here, I honestly, in my heart of hearts, feel like he has met his match. I honestly feel like I hate them exactly the same amount. Here's the thing. Ode Chopra just, like, occupies space on screen, and, like, he uh, just leaves me feeling, like, no emotion. Ajay Devgan, you. I, I, he makes me feel angry every time I'll I say him. that about Ajay. Ajay, I feel like actual like rage. Like, why is this guy on screen? Like, I think about like there's probably so many other like talented people who like have gotten passed up, yeah, and just for one reason or another, like their careers got fucked. But like this guy fell through the cracks and is like considered a star. It's a crime. Ugh. God. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like actual rage there's got to be a support group for guys like us like people who are angry at ajay they've gone for existing what would it be called that's a good question what would you call it yeah i got nothing man <laughs> i'm trying really hard <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to find some sort of play there on might words. be a, a support group for us we just we got to look for it yeah guys uh dm us what you would call this or if there is one, like, let, let me know. I want to join. Uday Chopra support group. Right. 
because this is not fair. Oh shit! It is not okay that these guys are as successful as they are, and we're just sitting here in my <laughs> second bedroom wearing face masks, recording a podcast. <sighs> All right, guys. Black Lives Matter. <laughs>